You're listening to the B2B Content Show, a podcast about the how, what, and why of B2B content marketing. The show is brought to you by Conversa, a podcasting agency that helps B2B brands start podcasts to connect with prospects, generate content, and grow brand awareness. I'm Jeremy Shear, and my guest today is Matt Marukian. Matt is Director of Marketing at Apex Analytics, a firm that offers supply management solutions. Matt, hello and welcome to the show. Jeremy, thanks for having me. It's good to be talking about some B2B content. It's uh, what I focus on every day. Yeah. Every day. Well, that's that's why you're here. And and today we're going to talk about something that's actually a little bit kind of adjacent to actually creating and producing content, which is building your team and doing team building exercises, which I think is especially relevant and interesting when so many teams are remote these days. So, yeah. so, uh, so, so let's just start with, uh, you know, and, and we came up with this when we did prep for this call, right? We were yeah. digging around for a, a topic. You, you know, mentioned you have some pretty interesting exercises you do with your team to build camaraderie and so on. So tell us about some of those. What kind of team building exercises do you do? Yeah, we try to do several things, but one that's kind of stuck out is something that I stole from another podcast called Made Up Movie. And it really <laughs> is about taking a, just a common phrase and turning it into a movie. And no, I know you've probably seen some of those movies where you think they came up with the title, like uh, Legally Blonde right. or really any Reese Witherspoon, Witherspoon movie. And they, you think they come up with a title, then they come up with a movie and the plot after that. So that's what we do because uh, you try to come up with exercises to try to get people to talk or talk about their life outside of work. And I thought, hey, made-up movie is kind of a game that is, in essence, trying to be funny. But in B2B marketing, you try and tell stories. And so let's try to you know, loop it in so our team can do a little exercise every once in a while. And, you know, we'll try to create a story in 10 minutes. How does that work? How does the movie game work? Yeah, so I have a team of about five. I actually just hired someone yesterday. And we have bi-weekly calls, just kind of general what's going on with the company that we might not cover in weekly calls or one-on-ones. And we kind of come up with a, a phrase. I try to send out an email beforehand of, hey, come up with some phrases. And we could either have the whole team try to come up with a movie together or we'll pit to you know, split the team up into you know, three and three. And so what we do is really basic Pixar has great movie structure. And I'm sure a lot of different other film production companies or people have come up with structures for stories. And it's really, what's the setting? What are what is everyone doing? Then what's this big event? And how does everyone react until you have kind of like the final outcome of how everything has changed? And so we'll come up with a phrase. And one recently we had is hometown cooking. And okay. so you just have this real basic like hometown cooking. What's it going to be about? And you know what we what we did was okay. What's the setting? It's a diner in this mm. town. I think it was like, you know, Rumbling Falls, so, you know, in okay. anywhere, anywhere in the U.S. And so the diner, everyone come and have their morning, start their day. And then what's the event? The, the diner burns down. 
And so then you just go on. It's like, well, now what is everyone doing? And what happens is there's oil under the diner. And so you just yeah. keep on going down these paths of like, okay, and you, the different ideas of how are we going to resolve this? And now people are coming in to try to buy the land around the diner to, you know, to have oil production. And so it's just a process that gets people kind of interested about something not related to work, but still kind of exercising those story muscles. And I think it's, I think it's fun. And I like pitting people against because mm. one group will come up with a phrase and say, okay, you get to come up with a story about this and the other one. And then you kind of break off and then you come up, people present their ideas. Okay. I was starting to spin out my own story as soon as you said home hometown <laughs> cooking, because <laughs> you could go a lot of ways with that. I was thinking, okay, the diner burns down and then it becomes kind of like a Jason Statham type movie. where like, wait a minute, the, there's like a, a rival you know, businessman in town who burned down the diner, but the dad of one of the waitresses there, like a young girl, is Jason Statham, like just back from like army ranger, you know, school or something. And he just, you know, goes after the bad guys. Anyway, you could go a lot of, a lot of ways with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's really good when you like insert people like famous. Oh, who's going to be the actor? Jason right. Statham. Oh, no, no. LeBron James is going to make, he's going to be a critical role, but we're going to call him LeBron Williams. Just to, to be a little different, you know, so no. it, get the, it makes it real. Uh, yeah. She needs to be in this role. Right. Or, LeBron Williams. That's good. LeBron. He'll keep his first name because it's such a, it's such a common name. Nobody will know. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so what I, so this, I mean, that sounds like fun. And it seems like it's just fun. Like you're, it's not like you're trying to accomplish some marketing task. It really is just let's kind of play this game and just see what we come up with. Well, I guess I shouldn't say it's not a marketing task. Like you said, it's tied to storytelling, right? Yeah, it's it's pure. So when we have webinars, and everyone probably does webinars now, and maybe to a lesser yeah. degree, we have we have clients that we invite, and they tell their story. And so what we do is we take that picture fix our kind of structure and we just ask questions, kind of fill in the, the holes of telling their story. And the thing, when you engage a client and say, you want to have you tell your story and we follow this Pixar structure, they kind of relax and they follow, Oh, okay. I'm going to, you know, it, it's all organized and it kind of has a nice flow to it, obviously because of all the movies we watch. And you just take five slides, fill in, you know, have those categories, those events. What was everyone doing? And it, there's actually a lot of material online of people dissecting that. And some people have different versions. And it's good to research that, but it's just kind of, okay, let's follow this format and tell this person's story. And when you do it in kind of a, a gamey way, it kind of it reinforces what you're doing in a real marketing activity. And so I find it fun. And it's also something that you do some, or I'll do some versions of that kind of jokingly with my wife or whenever we get to sneak away from the, the children, you mm -hmm. know, at a restaurant or whatever, you just <laughs> look around and come up with something. Right, right, right. So, okay. So it's a fun game. It also is kind of, it sounds like it's also sort of a way to practice this storytelling structure that you actually do use, like as you described for webinars and maybe other things. So there is some practical value to it. Do your, does your team 
enjoy? I mean, is it also just fun and like a fun kind of team bonding thing to do? Yeah. And I, I think the, the key to it is if you have a meeting, say you have like a mo- monthly meeting or in-person meeting, especially now or virtual team meeting, start it with this. If you're going to be doing, going over, I don't, I don't know, some sort of hour long meeting or 90 minutes or some big topic, start with something like this, minimize it to five to 10 minutes, maybe 10 minutes is probably a key. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of get everyone engaged and it's that non-work related task. It's kind of fun. And it actually trans, you know, helps with that longer meeting that you have to talk through. And also it gets everyone talking. I find on virtual mm-hmm. meetings, I'm a big proponent of saying you turn on your camera or don't. I don't want you to feel pressure to turn on your camera, but especially when people don't turn on the camera or even myself, you get distracted a little bit. Yeah. I, I turn on my camera purely so I don't touch my phone or I don't look at my emails. It's solely to kind of make sure that I'm engaged. And I, I think this type of game even if people aren't turning on their camera, they get engaged because they're talking about it. So that's it helps with those kind of longer meetings and kind of kicking off mm-hmm. one of those sessions. Okay, right. So instead of just kind of diving into the less fun stuff, you just take a few minutes, do something fun like that that everyone likes, get people talking, maybe laughing a little bit. And then that just like raises the energy level. And then you can go on to the other stuff and get through and get through the meeting. Yeah, I'm going to name one other team building game. Yeah. And this is, doesn't have story structure behind it, but it was probably when we first did it a couple of times, it was probably the most fun. You you run out of ideas with this, but mm-hmm. a scavenger hunt. So you uh-huh. have three, three rounds of maybe four or five things. And if you're all virtual, you have to go run around your house finding these items. <laughs> okay. And, and so that's, that's kind of fun. I remember, I think it was a couple of times ago, the winner won because they, it was a cassette. Oh, does anyone have a cassette? That's a good one. Right. So everyone has a plant. Maybe people don't have lockers, but very, you know, you got to be a certain age bracket to have a cassette. Yeah. Right. Are those are those lockers behind you like actual lockers? The whole, like a little yeah yeah thing? yeah. Oh wow, it's uh, it's purely my wife's doing. I, I <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, that's kind of cool. I was like, yeah, all right, that does. They're heavy. They, right. they get put there, and we have them. Okay, people just listening are like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> check out the video if you want to see. <laughs> you can see some lock. If you like lockers, you can check out some lockers. So, do you have any other examples? of these kind of exercises i'm trying to think of other example i don't have any other games those are some of the pure games some things that we we do as a team is obviously we want to once in a while get in in person but it when we're not in person and we do morning events it's really just talking about what's happening in your life outside of work every week we have a, a morning virtual event you know it's a half an hour and there's 10 people on the overall marketing team. Hey, what should you do this weekend? Just kind of, you know, really kind of informal. And people show videos or show pictures. And everyone usually is on camera, but not required. And that is just kind of standard weekly thing. I'm sure a lot of people do it. But the important part isn't necessarily that I get to see the people I work with every day 
because I don't work with everyone every day. And sometimes we exchange emails, but it is seeing those people that you don't see every day that that's more important to kind of make sure you still have that connection with everyone. And so that's kind of more standard operating procedure. But then what I'm saying is non-virtual of getting together and kind of icebreakers that people might have is what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite X, Y, Z? Mm-hmm. And you have those large group events to kind of break up, kind of started off in a non-work setting or non-work conversation. And then there's also kind of what we talked about in our last one is what's your, you know, what's your big plan for yourself Mm. outside of work over the next Mm -hmm. year or nine months? Like what, what is your plan? It could be retiring. It could be Mm. go to the gym, painting, buy a house, X, Y, Z. So I think some of those things of you might know those with coworkers, but you might not in your overall, you might know that for a coworker or two or three, but not everyone on your team. It kind of, you know, reveals or it shows, you know, what's your life goals? Mm-hmm. Something I always ask people when I'm interviewing them is what do you want to do? Like, what do you want to do with your life? Mm-hmm. And then not necessarily kind of like, what do you want to do outside of your life? But right now, there's been some layoffs of late. Yep. But in general, in marketing, it's been an in-demand job recently. And people have options. With remote, too, you mm-hmm. can go sit on a beach. You could go move to the mountains. You, you can find those opportunities that align your work with what you want in life. And so ultimately, kind of what do you want is is kind of... A, a big question for me when I talk to people, because I want to make sure that this job is going to help fulfill them in, in what they're aiming for their, for their overall life. And yeah, we and- got these blockers to hide all the, all the kids toys. Cause my <laughs> life is, I got three kids. <laughs> okay. you know, so, you know, providing for your family, but also some sort of balance to help make sure I want to work with a company that, allows me to have that time to be with my kids and take care of them. Like I got one sick kid upstairs right now. Mm-hmm. And and it sounds like that you feel this is valuable, not just for you to know when, when you're you know hiring, when you're talking to potential employees, but for the team to share with each other, this kind of stuff. What, what is the value of that? Of the value of just knowing what someone's life goals are. Yeah, like having those sessions when people share, right, life goals or just what's going on in their life. Yeah, I, I, I think it is just making sh- not, this sounds kind of ridiculous business talk, making sure that people are connected with each other. Because ultimately, I, I think that as you, if you have better relationships, you create better content or you create better outputs, mm-hmm. but you're also kind of in you create a culture that is more welcoming. People want to be part of it. And it is something you want to add more people to, to create a bigger team, mm-hmm. bigger culture. And I, I ultimately, I want to come to work. I spend, you know, many hours a day and I say, come sign on for work and be able to have conversations with everyone about normal life or work, but those normal life conversations kind of help create a good relationship for everything work-related, whether it is sometimes constructive criticism or, hey, you've done an amazing job on this or those brainstorming sessions. So it kind of lays the foundation for 
overall relationships. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I mean, I think that's the business case for this, right? That, yeah. Yeah. Business case of, of yeah, a made up movie or just not <laughs> talking about work. Well, r right. Which, but I think that makes a lot of sense, right? Like it, 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 especially if you're working with other people and collaborating like marketing teams do, you have to know those people and get along and understand how each other thinks and have some personal connection beyond just the, the functionality of handing off projects and stuff like that. I mean, I, I see that it's the work probably is better overall. The outcome is better when you actually enjoy it and get along with the people that you're working with. Yeah. And it also creates better communication and especially yes. now when you're not face to face, but even before COVID those who can communicate better via email or know when to stop responding via email and then call the person. Yeah. They're going to create those better relationships and get more stuff done in a easy way, but also kind of a, a productive way where everyone feels like what they're doing is worthwhile instead of creating kind of a, you know, someone responding to an email, deleting it, rereading it and all that kind of back and yeah. forth. It's knowing where, you know, which ways to communicate because you know that person and how, they will respond. Yeah, right. Good point. Okay, well, this is really cool. Thanks. This is some really good ideas, I think, for anybody who, you know, leads a team. These are some, the, the, that it just sounds fun, the movie idea. And you could take that a lot of different directions. So really good stuff. So for, for, for teams out there that are like, yeah, that movie game sounds really fun. Throw out some phrases or titles that just to get people started that people could. Something I was thinking that, Maybe it's in a term that everyone used to know, but they know now is supply chain. Mm, like, that okay, sounds right. like a Jason Statham movie. Totally. Or uh, supply chain. Yeah. Supply right. chain. You just go deep on supply chain. Or supply beat. chain is broken. I'm going <laughs> to fix it. If you're selling B2B SaaS or B2B, then you can just do B2B terms. You could just do SEO. Or yeah. you know, anything like that, risk management. You could do that, or it, it really can be any phrase, though. Like home, yeah, it really uh, could be. Home cooking's a good one. That sounds like a Hallmark movie, maybe. You know, home cooking. Coming home to your, you know, your Midwestern town, falling in love. Maybe, like, a penny saved is a penny earned. Go with yeah. some classic, you know, like Benjamin Franklin saying, and just spin it out of that. Perfect. I think penny saved, penny earned. That's what we're doing next group meeting. That's a movie about a young woman named Penny has gone moved to the big city to pursue her dreams in advertising. Okay, so who's going to be the star? Kira Knightley or Ooh. classic Reese Witherspoon? Let's go with Reese Witherspoon. I think she's the star of every movie I make up. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, that's good for her to know. She's got a lot of work done. All right, Matt. Well, this is super fun. I could play that game all day long. Thanks for, for all this, for all these great ideas and for a great conversation. And just before we sign off, how can people connect with you? LinkedIn. You can follow me on LinkedIn, Matt Marukian. I'll, I'll, I'll let you try to figure out how to spell my last name, but I'm Matt Apex Analytics, Director of Marketing. And if you want a great company to join, then look at our careers. We have 70 plus openings, not all in marketing, but several in marketing. 
Okay, cool. Well, hey, a lot of people getting laid off. So, you know, in the tech. I'm joining us. So, so come go to Apex Analytics. We'll put all the relevant links in our show notes. So, Matt, thank you so much. Really enjoyed our chat. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. That's it for this episode of the B2B Content Show. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who you think would be a great guest, let us know. You can contact me at jeremy at conversa.com. That's C-O-N-N-Versa.com. The B2B Content Show is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.